The Speak Spokane podcast is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Spokane, presented by Delicious Hamburgers. Speak Spokane is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios, Speak Spokane, and at their website, speakpodcasting.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. We're all spending more time at home. Winter is coming, and we know you and your family want to be comfortable. Let the Furniture Outpost serve your needs. Locally owned and located in the heart of Spokane's Monroe Business District, the Furniture Outpost is there for your furniture needs. Sofas and love seats, sectionals, dining room, bedroom sets, mattresses, and so much more. No matter what you're looking for, they have it. Financing is a breeze with the Furniture Outpost. Come and see them at 2801 North Monroe Street. This episode is sponsored by Autoclore System. For over 80 years, Autoclore has led the industry with its patented low-temp dishwasher. Using only one gallon of water and reusing all chemical containers, Autoclore System gets the job done right. With a full cleaning product line and an arsenal of EPA-registered disinfectants, Autoclore System is here to help you combat COVID-19. Autoclore System offers affordable, cost-saving, and environmentally friendly solutions for all your restaurant and hospitality needs. Autoclore system dishwashers include chemicals, service, parts, and a 24-7 emergency service. For more information, visit autoclore.com, visit their Facebook page, or call now at 509-368-9368. What is up, Lilac City, and welcome to Speak Spokane. First and foremost, I got to say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to all of the listeners who've been with us for the last three months. This is going to be the last episode of 2020. I just got to say thank you so much for listening to our show. It means the world to me. And if you could just send back a small little gift to us, if you could go review our show on Apple Podcasts and give us five stars, that would really help get this podcast to even more people. As always, thank you so much for listening. I'm not going to hold you up any longer. Let me introduce our guest. On today's episode, I have Chris Lanston. He is a brand new Spokenite. He comes to us from New York City, where he was a makeup artist to the stars. He's been in reality shows. He's been in the fashion world for almost two decades. And we talk a lot about that, how he got to New York. Big part of what we talk about is him being a psychic medium. And and I'm not going to lie to you, I've always been kind of a skeptic of those things. But talking to Chris about it and having him do an actual reading on the podcast, it was super eye-opening and I I don't really have words to describe it but it was it was a really really cool experience. A lot of what he said made made a lot of sense to what I'm going through in life right now. So you'll be able to hear that reading and please please go follow Chris Lanston on Instagram at Chris Lanston felt C H R I S L A N S T O N. Uh go follow him there. If you want to reach out to him to do a reading, slide into his DMs on on Instagram. Without further ado, here is psychic medium and makeup artist to the stars, Chris Lanston. Enjoy.
It's Lanston. Lanston, no G. Lan- Lanston, yeah. Lanston. Lanston. <laughs> that, that, sound, that sounds southern. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> do you consider yourself from the south? I was born there, but do I consider myself a southern person? No. <laughs> no. Do you consider yourself a southern person? Do I? Do I, I mean, I'm from the Midwest. Right. And so... I mean, my parents are from the Midwest. It's I, I use it as an excuse when I say the word golf because it's it's golf. Mm-hmm. But I, I always say golf, and it, I, I blame it on being from the Midwest. Yeah. Well, I am sitting here with Chris Lanston, a newly, a new Spokenite. I'm an implant. An, an implant from <laughs> from New York, right? Correct. Uh, and, uh, but I, I guess I want to start with. Because I've already introduced you in the show. I've told people that you have worked with the stars in makeup and that you are a, I'm going to, I might say this wrong. Are you a medium? Is that what you would call yourself? What would you call yourself? Uh, first of all, I'll call myself pretty fabulous. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I, I would call you that. Yes. Um, I would call myself a vampire also because I don't seem to age. Mm, that's, that's true. Yeah. I'm 45. I don't look it. I look younger than most people do mm. in their 30s. Uh so, I don't know. Maybe I got some vampire DNA. Usually when I go get my blood test, they're like, what is your blood type? I'm like, vampire. <laughs> you figure it out. Are you the, do, you have the weird, do you have the weird blood type that like the... Uh, well, isn't vampire weird to you? Well, that's, that is really weird. My friend, there's like all these celebrities that have this... Oh, what, what, a, what blood type is it? It's like some type of weird blood type. They call it the alien blood type. Yeah, I'm sure I have that too. <laughs> yeah, you probably do. Uh but maybe it's your skin regimen. You have a you probably have a, just an amazing skin regimen. Um, I have a normal regimen. It's not like I do anything fancy. Right. I, I wash my face. I you know put some moisturizer on, some eye cream, you know, and do what you're supposed to do. I don't really have an extravagant skin regimen. Right. And, um, you know, I've I've been pretty blessed with my skin. So never had acne. Mm. Never had any issues. Yeah. You know, that helped. That helps. I mean, I had, I was, when I was in, in junior high, like I didn't think I had that bad of skin, but then I found out that some girls like had drew, drew a picture of me of like me being like a pimple face. Uh, and I was like, and I'm yeah. like, well, to be honest, I, I am a Virgo sun sign. My Virgo is also in Venus mm. and Virgo in Venus is extremely about beauty oh. and looking beautiful. And I think that that probably has a lot to do with it in my chart because mm. I am very beauty. I'm very beauty based with my career. Mm. Um, so that part of me will explain why I seem to age very slowly. Yeah. And that would be the Venus and Virgo. When, when so, did you start caring about how you looked? Um, hmm. I think the first time I remember caring about how I look, I got a haircut, I think when I was maybe eight or so. And I, I saw myself in the mirror. I was like, wow, this is a cool cut. I look pretty good. <laughs> so uh, I got a lot of attention growing up from girls and boys, and uh, I loved the attention. It was fun. Yeah. But to answer your question, I would consider myself an intuitive, psychic, mediumship mm. I do have. I haven't really um, practiced it too much, but I, I do have it. Mm. Um, and it's like um, they're getting more and more intense uh, lately since I've been here in Washington. Mm. Uh now I can touch items and I can get information from it. And I never knew I could do that until I did it. Wow. 
So, but um, I do that and then I read tarot cards and I'm clear audience. So what that means is I have very clear hearing. So I hear uh, what most can't. Um, I also am clairsentient and claircognance. That's mm. just, clair just means clear, like clear okay. hearing, clear feeling, clear mm. knowing. I don't have clear, um, the seeing, the clairvoyant. I'm not oh. really clairvoyant. So I can't really see spirit, but I can, I can see it in my, my mind, if wow. that makes any sense. Yeah. That, when did that start? When did you, when did you, when did you discover this about yourself? Well, my whole life. I mean, I've always been a very, um, odd um, I don't want to say weird, but I've been um, experiencing things, these things since I was a kid. Mm. I mean, I would always see things and, and hear things. And I would always ask my friends, like, hey, did you hear that? They're like, hear what? Mm. I'm like, you didn't hear that? They're like, no. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'm just weird. Maybe I'm going crazy. And uh, I just assumed everyone had those abilities. And then I realized no one around me did. <laughs> so I felt weird. Uh, talking about it so I just kind of suppressed it and I didn't really talk about it much to anybody mm. and then you know it just kind of went on about my life yeah Did you, so you just want to and then it just when you suppress it does it just go away for, does it can it does it just go away or does well, it just yes and no I always they're always going to be there like because mm -hmm. I'm born psychic like people are born psychic you just you don't go to school to become psychic Right. <laughs> you, you can't do it. It's like singing. You either naturally can sing well mm. or you can't. If you yeah. can go to school, you can learn how to sing maybe properly or better. But that doesn't mean you're going to be a Mariah Carey or mm. Whitney or Celine or Bruno Mars. <laughs> um, but born psychic is something that I was. And it's just something that's not going to leave. It's yeah. always going to be there. Right. So even though I suppressed it as a kid, just because I didn't feel like dealing with, um, you know, people looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. Um, I just kind of suppressed it. And then one, I think I was doing a meditation um, probably when I first moved to New York. And this was a while ago, 2008. And I was just doing a meditation just to do one. Mm. And all of a sudden, I just heard a, a voice outside of me say, Chris. And it was like echoing. And it kind of started me a little bit. And I didn't really know what that was. It was <laughs> like, nobody else is in here but me. Yeah. And then um, I started looking up things or whatever. And then all of a sudden... Just like that. Everything started coming back to me. It was like downloads and downloads and downloads and downloads. Like, yeah. wow, I've always been this way. I've kind of haven't, I forgot about it, mm. you know? And then all of a sudden it, it's kind of like I tell everybody because people ask what it's like. So, and I was mentioning to you the other day that it's kind of like when your phone upgrades at night mm. or, you know, you get an upgrade on your phone, you'll have a lot of apps on there that you didn't have before. Yeah. And so you're curious about it. So you play with them. What does this do? What does this do? I don't like mm -hmm. that one. I like this one. This one's cool. Mm -hmm. Some you delete. Like, I don't really want to tap into that much anymore. And some of them are like, oh, this is cool. So it's kind of like how it is. Yeah. You know, it just kind of grows. And, you know, since I've been here in Spokane, it's definitely gotten a lot more intense. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. So you're from North Carolina, I just found out. Yes. And then you... Lived in Miami for what it sounds a little bit. Yes. And then from Miami to New York? Correct. And then in New York, you were a, a makeup artist, like mm -hmm. well-known and worked with celebrities. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I can. Um, well, let me back it up just a little okay, bit. Okay, back it up even So <laughs> we'll go back to Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> and uh, when I was 17, I got grounded because okay. I spray painted the neighbor's cat's tail. <laughs> pink <laughs> so let me tell you that i gave that cat an extra nine lives <laughs> so the neighbor lady come and she uh was very 
very irate, of course. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she was like, your son is such a nuisance. And my mom was like, oh, my God, no one ever uses that word. <laughs> my mom was a very young mom. She was pregnant with at 15 with me. So mm. we were more like siblings than mother and son. Mm. We've, you know, we, we bickered a lot, but we got along, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I was grounded. I had to get a job to learn responsibility. And I didn't really know what that meant. I'm like, well, I don't know what that means, but um, here we go. Yeah. So I got a job in men's fragrance. And uh, my mission was just to get fired because I didn't want to be there in the first place. So <laughs> I would just spray everybody down that walked through. <laughs> and um, I never got fired. And then one time the uh, manager got my first paycheck and it was like, what does it feel like to make your first paycheck? I'm like, wow, this feels like poverty. <laughs> I get more in my allowance than this. <laughs> so I was a little spoiled, I guess. Um, so long story short, one time I, there was a girl in the makeup counter. She needed a break. So I was the only one that could fill her uh, position or calendar. So while she was gone, a lady walked in and she mm. wanted her makeup done. And uh, she was like, oh, I'd love my makeup done. I'm like, yeah, you need it done. But that's not for me. I don't work in this department. Yeah. She's like, why don't you do it? I was like, well, hmm, maybe. I thought I was going to get fired. I thought Jesus had took the wheel. So, <laughs> and I guess he did. So I did her makeup and turns out she owned a talent agency and she was looking for makeup artists to work for a company. And she was like, I love your work. Would you be interesting for in working with my agency? I'm like, no, I'm just grounded. I just, you know, I'm just trying to fill this purpose. And I'm, I need to learn responsibility or something. So <laughs> she was like, wow, I didn't expect that. So she gave me her card. And then I was like, wow, this must be responsibility. So I just left. I didn't clock out. Didn't tell anyone I was leaving. I just left. How responsible of you. (laughs) I was like, yep, learned it, nailed it, done with that. Let me move on to the next thing. Um, And the reason I'm like that is just because I learn things quickly and I download things extremely fast Mm. and it's like lightning bolts. So I get it really quickly. So I get very impatient with people. I know it's my own thing. I get impatient with people because when they start asking their question, I already know the answer and I don't want to listen to their drawn out story. Yeah. And I'm like, it's like running a race. So like everybody's like, okay, one, two, three, go. Everybody takes their first step. I'm already at the finish line and I'm just waiting for people to get there. Mm-hmm. So I get very impatient, but that is my Jupiter and Aries because anything um, in your Jupiter planet, like for example, mine's Aries and Jupiter. So anything in that is expanding because Jupiter is the largest planet. Yeah. It's a planet of expansion. So Aries is very aggressive, very impatient, very warlike. And, you know, I'm not a mean person, but I am very impatient. I'm very direct. I don't like to just wait on it. And I don't want to hear the long, drawn-out story you have when I already have the answer. I just want to give it to you. But I've had to learn in this lifetime to kind of be patient and wait for people to express their story. But after a while, I'm like, okay, whatever. Here's the answer. Here it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, anyway, that's how my career started. And um and uh, there was a lot going on in North Carolina because I did a lot of things, you know, the local news, the NASCAR people. Mm. And then, you know, I did um, I got a call to work on uh, a show in Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm. And I had to be in the union to do that because on television, you have to work in the union. So I did a very, very, very small part with uh, Dawson's Creek. So you may or may not have heard that show. But you were in the show? I wasn't on it. Oh, I, you were, no, no, you were I, I doing, wasn't on it, doing makeup. makeup. Yeah, yeah. And you. then from there, I just moved to um, South Beach, Florida. Yeah. And uh, I got caught up in the scene a little bit too much there because Miami is such a vacation 24-7. <laughs> right. And everybody was beautiful in Miami. Mm-hmm. Even 
even the homeless people were beautiful in Miami. You know, they were stunning. And I, I liked it. But again, the Venus and um, Virgo, I want to be around beauty or I want to make things look better. Mm. So for me, what my eye sees with everybody that I meet is I see what's wrong first and I want to correct it and I want to mm. make it more appealing. Not that they're not already, but I just, that's just the way I'm wired to do it. Yeah. So it tells you a little bit about the way I'm wired with the Virgo placements in my chart. Yeah. Where did the like passion for doing makeup come from did you the money that? mainly i mean yeah. when, when you did it when you were at the makeup counter was that like the first time you ever did it or were you it's f- yeah it's the first time i ever did someone's makeup like that professionally i guess mm-hmm. not that it was really professional but i was a painter i did draw mm. and color so i had knowledge yeah of color theory okay so that was working on my side and then but back then it was like early 90s mm. this is when i was 17 it was 1993 i think mm. so back then it wasn't anything like the kardashian makeup right it wasn't like the yes contour and highlight and that's fine if that's what you want to do it's not really my thing mm-hmm. but nowadays that's sort of the standard look of what makeup should be mm. and um i've done plenty of articles where like okay it doesn't really need to be that much on your face so for example some people say hashtag no filter (laughs) but they have like five layers of makeup on and i'm like well in fact that is a filter you're bulletproof you shot the face and you're but the bullet wouldn't hit it (laughs) so i would say that that is a filter and i would that would go on interviews and i would um you know i would have a lot of arguments or uh, so a lot of people agreed also, mm. but some people like, no, it's not a filter. Makeup is not a filter. I'm like, yeah, it is. It's altering the way you look. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is a filter. Yeah, it is for sure. So then you go to New York and then I go to New York. So you were there for, a, sounds like from 2008, 2008 to, mm-hmm. to, to this year, to this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, and that sounds like it was a, this, an amazing experience. I, mean, maybe, I don't know if it's amazing. It sounds amazing to me because I live in Spokane and mm-hmm. <laughs> anyone that's working with celebrities and doing makeup and living in that lifestyle, that sounds, it sounds fabulous. It sounds it, like. It was fun. It was, uh, it was a little overwhelming at first. Cause mm-hmm. I didn't really know because everything that I've done major in my life has been sporadic and mm-hmm. just not, not planned. Yeah. I didn't plan to move to New York city. It just happened. I went there. I stayed. So uh-huh. um, I made, I had to make a name for myself more because I worked in New York quite a bit when I lived in Miami. I'd mm. fly back and forth. But budgets were getting tight for certain companies. So they didn't want to keep flying back and forth. And they had New York makeup arts there. So when I first got there, my first month of working there, I booked um, a job with uh, Lance Bass um, and then BH1 called and they wanted to do an article like BH1 best day ever. I think it was back then. Mm. So I got kind of yeah. some press there. Um, and that led into other things. And then I started working with a dancer, Ashley Everett, which is Beyonce's dance captain. Mm. So that led into doing um, some makeup for that. And then Jay-Z's 9-11 concert on Madison Square. Wow. So I did that. And then I did something. Oh, I did a reality show called To Be a Star. Well, Nicole Miller, the designer, Nicole Miller was in it as well and a bunch mm. of other people. And um, we were just like mentoring people how to be stars or whatever. So that was all in my first month of even being there. Oh, Wow. So that was like, it hit the ground running and I was just like, well, I'm just going to do it. And, um, you know, and then, um, it just kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. So I won't, we don't need to belabor like your entire time in New York, but what brought you to Spokane, Washington? It seems like such a jump to, to, to Um, go from this life. I know that you nodded airlines. Oh, really? That's, <laughs> that's what brought me to Spokane. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> um, at least I'm assuming they did. Um, what brought me to Spokane? Well, um, in the month of September, uh, me and a friend of mine decided to go travel uh, um, the U.S. Okay. You know, because, you know, New York was getting crazy and everything was mm. just, you know, as the way it is right now. So we decided to just take a trip and go to L.A. first. So yeah. we went to L.A., um, stay there for a while, and then I decided to go back home to Charlotte. So I stayed there for a while. And from there, I went to South Beach and whatever. And then there was a um, like a quarantine list. Um, if you travel out of the state, mm. um, you have to quarantine for two weeks when you get back. Um, and there are certain states that were not on that list. Washington was one of those states. So I'm like, I have friends in Washington. So I flew to Washington, mm-hmm. stayed here for a minute. That was my plan and just go back. And I have a, a really beautiful um, redhead friend, which is, uh, she met me in New York City. She lives in Liberty Lake. Okay. Um, but she's the brand ambassador for Diane Van Furstenberg, a mm. big fashion icon. Oh. So I met her a lot um, in New York and I did her makeup a lot. So she's the one that suggested I stay here. So, I mean, here I am. I haven't been back to New York since I got on that plane in September. What are your thoughts of Spokane? Well, right now it's kind of hard to say just because everything is closed down. Yeah. Um, and I haven't really got to see it much. Mm. I've seen buildings. Yeah. And I've seen some not so fashionable people, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. And there's no shade to that. It's just like I'm, I look like I'm always stepping out on the runway, usually with my fashion, because I like doing that. Right. Again, the, the Virgo and Venus. Right. Yeah, for know? sure. So I'm not criticizing people, but I've noticed people criticizing me for looking the way I do here. Mm. So, and that kind of bothers me a little bit. Yeah, I was going to ask you what's that like for you. <laughs> well, I'm very direct and I usually um, have to be careful a lot because I have gotten in trouble before. But, you know, sometimes if I just, I can't stand it because I take pride in how I look. Yeah. And how I dress and how I present myself. Yeah. So when I see some random riffraff look at me in a way that they shouldn't be making fun of people in the first place because, right. you know, like I just walk up to them, I'm like, okay, should I just start from head to toe with you? Because I can give you a list of what's wrong with you. Mm. Yeah. So, and they're either stunned or they want to chat back and I'll, I'll keep chatting if I, I feel the need to do it. But, you know, that's the, that's the Jupiter and Aries too. That's the feisty part of me. Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, coming here to Spokane during during COVID where there hasn't been the ability to, to get out much, like how, like how has it been like acclimating with, with the local spoken ice, besides like the random encounters you're having on the street, like what's it like trying to make friends? It's very easy for me to make friends. Actually. I I have a personality that's extremely uh, infectious and big. Mm. And a lot of people um, do want to be my, or they're interested in me just by looking at my energy, Mm. you know, they'll want to be my friend or they want to know more about me. Yeah. AKA you as well. <laughs> um, I just, I'm able to pick up on people's energy too. So I use that and just kind of um, work that to my advantage too a little, yeah. you know, um, but it's very easy for me to make friends. I've made a lot of friends here so far. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to, that you've been able to really to meet people. And during this time, because I will say that is one, one of the things that I was drawn to you about is this, you're very unique. I am very unique. And, uh, and the first time I met you, we, the you came in for a podcast interview or just maybe possibly start a podcast and, <laughs> and i set all the alarms <laughs> off already you know all what the, it was it was my beard oh is it your beard it was my beard 
You have a very nice beard. I know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like my beard. Um, but I know today when I came in too, some things were going on. So my energy is just very um, infectious. And sometimes it's very, you know, I have a very big aura. So yeah. I don't know if that's what caused the alarms, but I'm glad it did because we got to know each other a little better. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, going back to that, so now you've came to Spokane and now you have, you've leveled up or you've, I got the lev- no, got, got, got the new apps. You got the new ju- iPhone, <laughs> iPhone 12. I've adjusted. <laughs> I've Are adjusted. you adjusted? <laughs> I might say some people might consider coming to Spokane yeah. leveling up. I don't yeah. know, but uh, I mean we're definitely growing. It's definitely an interesting. It's what, funny. I've, I mean, I've you know because while I'm here, I want to do something. I just yeah. want to like la di da. So I, I've sent my resume out to a lot of uh, mm. production companies and agencies whatever, just to see what happened. And then I wouldn't really get any responses. I was like, why not? And then finally I met this other makeup artist from Spokane, and uh, she's really great. And she was like, the problem is your resume is what people want to be here. Yeah, You literally have everything on your resume, every network, every record label, every magazine on your credit. So they're a little intimidated, and they're thinking that you're going to be extremely expensive, and it's worth every penny. <laughs> but I think that a lot of people just don't know where to place me with that kind of resume. And I yeah. get asked, why are you here? Yeah, that is, that is an interesting question because like that is uh, something people would ask. I mean, why are you here? And like, that's uh yeah, I would say that is a good interesting question. Like typically people just don't come to Spokane and just stay, you know, or if they don't have a reason to. <laughs> no, you know, I don't know if I'm going to retire here, but for now it's cool. Yeah. I like it. I'll just really have to see what happens with, um, with uh, the way 2021 goes, mm. we'll see if it's uh, a little better than how 2020 went. <laughs> I, I man, I hope so. I I hope 2021 is better than 2020 because I mean, I will say 2020 has been it's been a, I mean it's been a good year for me in a sense because I've been able to do this and and start doing this more, but. Uh, it still has been, you know, very difficult at, at the same time. What's been difficult for you? Hmm. Now I'm the interviewer. <laughs> What's been difficult for me? I would say the adjustment of my f- having to for my family. Like my wife has been, she's been working remotely this entire time, and and she that's she's a social butterfly, and so when she can't get oh, out of the cool. house, and I love those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but when she can't get out of the house, it's she's very. I mean, it's depressing. I mean, it's a depressing thing to have to always constantly be sitting in your house. And I would imagine that how it is for a lot of people that have to work remotely from home. Like Mm -hmm. I get to have, I I get to come in this office. I get to meet interesting people every day. I get to interact. I get to go on a walk. I go, I get to kind of get out Mm -hmm. and she's kind of, you know, stuck at home. But like, it's still, it's a, it's a lot for her. And it's, that's an adjustment for all of us. That's what's been difficult about it. Well, I know I, I did a little reading for you. Okay. The other day, I, I oh, did yeah, one yes. the other day, and mm-hmm. I said responsibilities adjusting. Yes, you know, and um, some other things too. Um, I enjoy doing readings for people. I yeah. like the tarot cards. Yeah. I don't have to have them, but I like them. Yeah, I like them. The way I read tarot cards is I usually just pull three cards first for people just mm. to see what the energies are. Yeah, I don't want to know anything about anybody unless I know you personally. Mm. But normally, I just don't want to know anything. Yeah, so I like to build trust. Obviously, because mm-hmm. a lot of people have had probably bad readings, yeah. Or they they go to a palm reader and or a lounge chair woman in Chinatown, and they give her. Oh, I see you married in two years. You're going to get that sound sound just all made to coming, 
So no shade to them, but you know, there's some bad readings out there and it yeah. makes me feel bad for people that have had bad readings because you get very defensive and like mm. this person telling the truth. So that's why I don't want to do anything about you first. And I just let those cards mm. speak. And then that's usually accurate. And then from there, they trust what I say. So when they do ask their questions, they'll believe it better yeah. from what I say. Yeah. But I don't really predict death. And a lot of people are like, oh, I'm afraid of it. You mm. don't have to be afraid of it. Like, I don't want to predict death either because it's really, I, that's not, that doesn't interest me. Right. You know, if something were to happen, like if you were in danger of something, maybe your guides or mine would say, they would probably give an alternative way of doing something or kind of lead you to something else or maybe do something better or something different. Mm. They're not going to say, well, on December 31st, 2020, it's your last day. Lights out. Yeah. They're not going to say that because time is fluid and you can always, you always have free will and you can change that all the time. Yeah. So you could extend, you know, your time here as well. You can always shorten it as well mm. also. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about your, your readings. So this okay. is something that you've started doing. Did you, were you doing this a lot in New York readings? I was doing it in New York, but it wasn't as known because mm. I didn't really um, know how to transition from a makeup artist, a well-known makeup artist to a psychic medium intuitive because, mm. you know, it sounds weird. People yeah. just see you as what they do, an entertainer makeup artist like okay what's he doing now is he entertaining again or what is, what is he doing so yeah. the transition caitlin jenner had an easier transition <laughs> so it was just that and then um i did it privately so i didn't really you know um promote it much mm. but i read for some celebrities and i read for close friends and um but now that no one really knows me here in washington as a makeup artist, they just know me as me as at face value. Yeah, I can be the intuitive psychic medium that I want to be. So mm. to be fair, COVID has done a lot of advantages for me because I haven't really had a bad year. Yeah, and a lot of people have suffered. Mm. Um, I've been you know annoyed a lot. I hate wearing the mask. It's very annoying. You know, I just this face is beautiful, so I don't <laughs> I don't need to cover it up. <laughs> Again, Virgo and Venus. <laughs> so um, I'm being a little facetious too, no, I, but I think that um, it's definitely been some advantages for me mm. because it's gave me an opportunity to step back from that entertainment world and start something new. And that's what I'm doing here in Spokane is I'm building up that clientele. Yeah. So um, I guess COVID has been kind of a blessing to me. Yeah. For sure. I mean, as it probably has for other people as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah I mean, there's a lot of people that have benefited from it. Yeah, for sure. Do you know how many readers there are in Spokane? Like I've met a few um, psychic mediums and I've chatted with people on the phone that do the work also. Mm -hmm. But let's be honest, I'm the supreme. <laughs> what does that mean to be? You said that the other day. You said, well, it's a, it's a, a joke because um, there is a show, American Horror Story Coven, mm. and the Supreme Witch is the highest witch of all. Okay, and you know when one witch fades, the other one rises, and my abilities are rising now. So I don't know who the other witch is, but she gone. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, do you? So can we do a reading? Is this something yeah, we can do? We can do a mini one. A yeah. mini one. Yeah. Let me back this up a little. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can do that. Um, I'll do, let me just do a general. Okay. And we'll see where it goes. So, all right. So I'm going to do, um, let's see. I'm going to do, by the way, I'm like shuffling cards. So if you hear some noises, then that's what's going on. Let me back that up a little. All right. Okay. 
right. Okay, they're all coming out for you. Uh, first thing I need to ask is it is okay to tap into your energy? Yes. Hear the sirens going on. Oh right man, now. is this a is this a good sign or a bad sign? Well, it's not a good or bad. It's just like you know, it's I'm always causing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll start there. Um, we'll, we'll do we'll do two cards and then we'll clarify them because okay. it can depending on how intense this is going to be. I don't want it to be an intense reading because we're very limited in time. How long does a reading usually take? Um, they can take anywhere between 30 minutes to an hour. It depends on people, how they want to do it. Mm. Um, they want, if they have, usually I suggest if it's their first time, they have a lot of questions, I would say an hour. Mm. Um, and then after that, like you don't need an hour each time. Like if I've read for you, then um, you don't need to keep having hour readings unless you just want to have them. Yeah. You know, they get kind of like the same. Like I... Questions like, you know, is he going to come back? And that's the only thing you ask over and over and over and over again. And I keep telling you no every time. Then it's, when are you going to get it? Mm. So <laughs> when are you going to get it? It's <laughs> obviously not going to happen. All right. So here's what you got. And these are just general um, polls right now at the moment. Um, you got an epiphany card, which is the number nine. And then you got the emperor card, which is four. And I'll break down the numbers in a second. So I'll read you what they say. And then I'll tell you what I'm getting Um psychically or clairaudiently from these cards. So with your energy right now, um, the first card says epiphany. Um, be a light to others, answers that come through meditation. And then the other card is the emperor, and it's stability and, efficient, stability and efficiency, taking charge of a situation, ambitious plans. So what this tells me, again, is going back to your home life, um, nine and four, maybe the year 94 was important to you, but that may not be a big deal right now. But I think right now you're going to go through a lot of um, aha moments. You're looking for ways to improve, um, I think, again, the family life or what you can do better. Um, be a light to others. I think with uh, your kids are coming up. So I think that you want to be important to them. You want them to have a path to lead on. Four is the emperor. So the four represents the home. So one represents man, two represents woman, three is female, four be their home, the structure like the four walls. Mm. So four would be there for its representing home again. Stability and efficiency is what you're either wanting or it's coming, and you're taking charge of a situation. And of course, you have ambitious plans, you want to do things. I also get you're very extremely um, doubtful and worried about something. So I don't want to air all your dirty laundry out. Um, but that, um, also nine, also four, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, three and four. Yeah. So four is a big number. So home life right now is very important to you or you need to constant. Again, it's like the reading I gave for you last time. Almost. There's just kind of, um, extending out. Is this making any sense to you? It, it does. I mean, it, it really, <laughs> it, it, it is. It's a little bit. Okay. It's weird. It's normal to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. One more card. All right. All right. So two cards. Two clarity cards. You got the king of hearts. And the king of hearts is like the king of love. I think you're a very uh, gentle person. I think you express your love enough. It's mainly with these kids, with you. And the next card for clarity is the joker. The joker is like the full card. That just means have faith and walk into things blindly. So what you need to do is stop the stressing, stop the worrying. You are doing good enough. Um, we love you, daddy, is what he heard. I'm assuming that's from the kids, unless it's from something else. Um, but anyway, going into things blindly is a good thing. Having faith. And let me just see what's on the bottom of the deck one last time. K yeah, king cards, king of wands. Like, keep your eye on the big picture. Um, leave the details to others, like I just said. Keep your eye on what you want to have what you want to have happen. Leave the details to your, your guides, God, whatever you pray to. Leave that up to them. 
Um, experience that leads to success, genuine concern for others. I think with this, you're going to um, feel right now it's kind of like you're the king of love, the king of wands. That's great because it's not like you're king of swords would be like more of an aggressive person. Mm. Um, you know, that I don't see that with you at all in this. I think you can be when you need to be, but yeah, I think you're more of a loving, compassionate person to your family, friends, and in general, you have that energy. I told you, you remind me like the ocean raves, very, very calming. Your energy is very calming. So um, that's what I'm getting with uh, you right now, which is very, very short. Yeah, no. So if that made any sense to you, great. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of made me a little bit emotional. <laughs> I know. I mean, I make, every, I make everybody cry. <laughs> Not I mean, on purpose. Do you, like, so this is what I asked you last time. Like, do people explain, like, how they are feeling after you read these to them usually? Or do you, like, not like knowing how, they're, how it makes people feel? Well, it depends. Um, if I don't know the person at all and I'm reading for them, then obviously the general, because these are just general because you didn't ask any questions. These are just, like, the three cards at the beginning. Mm. Usually those are very accurate because these first three cards are what your guys or your team want you to know right now mm. in the moment to help guide you. Yeah. Because not everybody can talk to their team openly like I can talk um, and love others. Um, so I do this in the beginning so it builds trust. It makes sense to them. Mm -hmm. you know, And that's why I always ask, does this make any sense to you? Yeah. I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense to me. Like the one thing, I'm, I'm not at home that much anymore. Mm -hmm. And I do not get to be with my children as much anymore. And I'm having a very, you know, I'm, I'm struggling with, the fact that I don't get to spend time with them, mm -hmm. but I do know that they love me and I do know that I get yeah. to see them. Like they when do. I, when I see them, they just, all they want to do is just tell me how much they love me. <laughs> and they do. Yeah. It's you. just, um, there's just a, a lot of it just makes, I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're lost from words. I am kind of lost for words just because it seems very, I mean, it happened last time when we did it over the phone really quickly and when you just randomly pulled cards for me and you just nailed you, it. You didn't even get like that on on the phone was weird because like it wasn't like you had gotten a vibe from me from just being in a room with me. But yeah. like and that was weird. But this is, you know, it's similar as last time. But it's also there's a lot there in terms of just how much it is like that stuff isn't going on in my life. Yeah. So. Well, do you have any questions? Um, now I'm interviewing you. <laughs> I love, I think I just take control. I interview people a lot too. Mm. So like I like to take over and talk to people too, because it's like I get to know them. So yeah. when people interview me, it always turns around like I'm interviewing them. Right. I'm, I'm recording myself, not you, by the way. I mean, <laughs> I guess like in terms of like being stressed out with like work, like what, like the other day you said, don't worry. Like it said, you said, don't worry about it. But like, how can I not worry about things? Well, here's the thing. You have a lot of water energy around you, which is going to make you emotional. You are more of an emotional person. I think you hold a lot of stuff in. And then when it's time to let it out, it's kind of like it comes all out at one time. Mm. So I think you're, you're either going to have a breaking point where you're going to just let it go and it's okay to let it go. We have to release all that stuff or we're just going to hold it in. Mm -hmm. So, but in your case, you know, I think, um, oh, and you are feeling the effects of everything that's going on in your home life and your kids. So, um, but they do love you very much. I keep hearing that. Um, what else am I getting for you? Hang on a minute. So lead by example, not by the pressure is what I hear. Mm. So lead by example, not by pressure. Um, if that makes any sense to you. Yeah. Don't show the pressure. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. So, um, yeah, that's what I got with that. 
Wow. Um, what other type of questions do people ask? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't like, do I ask, do I ask questions about my life? Do I ask if I want, if I'm going to be a millionaire someday? <laughs> um, okay. So the thing with people being millionaires, is like a karmic thing. So they're either going to come into this life being a millionaire already from what their soul contract was going to be. Mm. And that is how they are staying. They stay million. Anybody can get lucky and become mm. like a jackpot millionaire. Gotcha. But most people aren't going to be able to keep that because they didn't come in this lifetime to experience millionaire. Gotcha. Like, for example, you have to understand what your north and your south nodes are. So your north node is like where you're, it's like following the north star. That's, that's where you want to go on this path. Follow that. Your south mm. node is where, where you've came from and what you've mastered from a past life or accumulation accumulation of past lives. So my north node is a Scorpio and my south is a Taurus. So mm. I came from extremely, like, Taurus south nodes are very, like, um, privilege, wealth, glut, not, you know, um, gluttony, not like fat, but you know, mm-hmm. gluttony on a lot of things. Yeah. So I've, you know, I learned that lesson in, a, in another life. So this lifetime, Scorpio is a very psychic sign, you know? So, um, I, this lifetime I came in to serve. I don't like the word serve. I get very weird with that. Cause mm-hmm. I met my past life coming through. Like, Oh no, thank you. I'm not going to serve anybody. Like that's not for me. I don't want to serve you. Yeah. But that was a past life of me. So your recent past lives are going to still be kind of tangled into your current life. Yeah. Um, but it's also you have to figure out what your your chart is to figure yeah. out what your north and your south nodes are, mm-hmm. and then from there you can figure out like what direction you're supposed to go into this life. And if you're not supposed to be a millionaire, you know you're not going to be a millionaire. And yeah. by the way, I don't think you're going to be. Okay. I I I, I, I that was more of a. <laughs> rhetorical but yeah. i mean i i mean i will ask like will i find success like in 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 business is like what i imagine a question a lot of people ask mm-hmm. yeah a lot of questions like that um success in business so the first thing i heard with that was perception what is your perception of success in a business if you're looking for something like am i going to be a millionaire in business or is it going to be very very extremely well known um that depends on your perception of what your right. success is with that. Um, I'm just curious now. Let me just pull a card to see what that says. Success in business. Success in business. Let's see what they say. Okay. Um, it's possible. Three is all about creativity. Now, three is also childlike. So childlike could be something to... Um, Children create and they mm. play. So your success is going to come from you playing a lot or being more childlike mm. or either playing with your kids. Um, this says time to act upon your plans. Now, I think you want to be more successful than you are, but you're kind of holding back on a lot of stuff. Mm. Um, mm, this is going to sound however it's going to sound, but the more you're away, the more successful you'll be. The more you're with your family, the less successful you'll be. It's like a, it's like that's something that you'll have to balance out. Mm. Uh, creativity is rewarded and then, you know, you'll have abundant resources, but it's kind of like how, you know, very successful people are. So sometimes you have to think how successful do I win? What am I going to sacrifice? Cause sometimes if you're extremely successful, you give up your personal life because mm-hmm. you can't be successful if you focus too much on that. And that's right. kind of like a balancing thing. So yeah. it depends on how much success you want and how much family life you want. Yeah. That is a good question. How much do I want is that a that's question? For, that's for you to that's, decide. That's for me to decide. <laughs> that's for you, not me. <laughs> I've already been successful. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. So that's. So how can people find you to do a card reading for them? Well, right now in, in Spokane, because it's still very new, because I haven't really promoted it mm-hmm. much yet, um, they can either, you can email me 
or they could go to my Instagram mm. and uh, they can do that. I am working on a website right now for this psychic career. Mm-hmm. Um, but me being a Virgo, I don't want it out until it's perfect. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, but my email is just Chris Lanston, L-A-N-S-T-O-N at AOL.com. And the reason you made fun of me, the reason I keep <laughs> AOL, yes, I do have an AOL and it works just fine. <laughs> the reason I keep it is because it's a little triangle in the eye. So mm. the eye of Horus, like mm. it's very psychic. Yeah. So I keep that because it's a symbol of who I am. Mm. So you could do that or my Instagram is just Chris Lanston or you could DM me on that. Mm. I'm not going to give you my personal phone number. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, w- I, would, I wouldn't let you do that. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll have to call them eventually. Right, but, for you know, sure. We'll make, um, if they want a reading, then... You can email me, chrislanson at AOL.com, or just go to my Instagram and slide in my DMs. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite saying. Um, One question I want to ask you before we end this is, uh, kind of went away from Spokane, but I want to go back to it for a second. Sure. Uh, I always like to ask all my guests is like, what would you like to see changed about Spokane? Most people that I've asked this, they've lived there their whole life. Yeah. But like for someone that's new, I'm interested yeah. to know what you'd would like to see changed about Spokane. That's a very good question. And I've thought about it for a while. Like, what would I change about being here? And again, going back briefly, and I don't want to use this as a crutch, but I really haven't seen much of it. Yeah. So it's kind of, I don't know yet what I would change long term because I haven't got to see what it's like when it's not been shut down. Right. So everything is shut down. I want to go out and I'm very social. Yeah. So I haven't been able to do that, you know, and it's not a Spokane thing. It's kind of like a a world thing. So, Mm. um, but I would change, um, more, um, I think people could have more. Okay. So I'm telling you what I'm thinking. And then what I'm telling you what the guys are saying to me about Spokane. Mm. So what I'm thinking is, um, maybe more uh, culture, yeah. maybe more of, and I'm not saying I'm not trying to bring New York City to Spokane because I don't think it's going to be that, but I think it would be nice to have more color, if you know what I mean, here, mm-hmm. um, or a little bit more fashion. Why not? I would love to do some things like fashion shows here. I would love to do um, maybe charity events. I would love to do things like that, mm. either reading cards or just the makeup or fashion shows for charity. I think that's nice. Yeah. Um, but spiritually, I'm hearing that a lot of people here have hopes and dreams. They just don't know where, what to do or where to go. And mm. for that, I say, think outside of the box is what I'm hearing for them. Yeah. Rise above it. And look, you're, you're only looking in these four walls. And this is like a collective group of people in Spokane. Mm. But this is from guides. This is what I'm getting, cha- this is what I'm channeling. But people um, are sometimes they're giving up hope or they get aggravated because they don't really know how to get to let's say somebody wants to be a makeup artist or a fashion designer or an actor or something. First of all, you cannot really do that in Spokane. You know, you'd have to move if you made it, whatever. But right now Mm. I'm from New York City. I'm here. You know, if you have any of those questions, I I don't mind Mm. asking those as well. Um, But I would say for the collective, think outside the box. Mm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. What's next for Chris? What's next for Chris is a glass of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I love red wine. All vampires do. <laughs> um, well, there's a lot of things. I'm like I said, I'm going to work on my website um, and see where that goes. But also, I have been in talks of perhaps doing a reality show. Mm. Um, it's about gay psychics, which I totally will nail. <laughs> um, not them, but I will nail. <laughs> I will nail it. Um, but we'll see what happens because they are looking for people in New York City or Los Angeles. Mm not really Washington. Right. They did ask if there was a group of uh, gay psychics here, and I'm like, I'm the Supreme. I don't really know who they are. 
So we'll see what happens. Um, if I have to go back to New York for a minute to film or LA, then sure. And if it just isn't in the cards for me, no pun intended, then I just won't do it. Yeah. But I would like to do something like more on the psychic stuff and get to work more psychically, I guess. Yeah. And I do want to do a book eventually and a, um, a tarot, a beauty tarot deck mm. where I'm going to turn like, it's going to be like pop art. Mm. So it's going to be like a beauty tarot deck instead of like the traditional tarot. Yeah. For example, pop art's really colorful and light. I was thinking like maybe having a girl getting her hair bleached on the card and the messages lighten up. Mm. So things like that, yeah. fun messages. I like it. Yeah. Well, I this has been amazing talking to you. Likewise. And I want to do this these readings again sometime. I really yeah. want you to read my wife if mm -hmm. that's possible sometime. Yeah, I and, can read anybody. And Tarot or not. <laughs> and I uh, and I'm really excited about this possibility of you possibly starting a podcast about yeah. readings. So that would be fun. Yeah, I think it uh, translates well to to podcasting. So yeah, I and, agree. Exposure is good. I wish I could talk to you for another hour about this because <laughs> um, I have a lot more questions. I think I might have to talk to you again about it. We'll but, do a uh, part two. Part two, yeah. But thank you so much, Chris, for coming on Speak Spokane. Thank you. All right. Peace. Thank you so much for listening to Speak Spokane. You can find us on Instagram at Speak Spokane and on our website at speakpodcasting.com. Speak Spokane's theme song, Speak and Be Heard, was composed and produced by Spokane native Christian Woods.